What's up, guys? This is the Dirt Bike Channel Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Brotherson. And the reason why we're doing a podcast today is because it's on my schedule. If you guys haven't noticed, it's been a couple of weeks since I've actually done an enduro-related podcast. I, I, I didn't do one last week. I've been trying to do at least one of these per week. And then we're also doing like the Monday morning mechanic thing with my wife where we talk about Supercross. But last week, I missed one, and it was because it wasn't on my schedule. So this week, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to put it down on my schedule. I have gotten so busy with calls and emails and different things that are going on with Dirt Bike Channel and trying to get ready for the next sweepstakes and get product ordered because we're going to be giving away a couple of bikes pretty soon. I'm so busy with all of those things. And then I have husband and father of four kids. We've got basketball practice. We've got parent-teacher conference. We've got everything. Oh, and now we've got coronavirus. There's all of these crazy things going on. And it's like, if it isn't in my schedule, it just isn't happening. One of the things I've been trying to figure out is how I did this dirt bike channel thing while I did my full-time job prior to this. As many of you know, in October of 2018, I stepped away from my full-time gig as an enterprise uh, a technology sales guy, um, enterprise technology sales guy, and now I do dirt bike channel full-time. And, and I sit there and I lay awake at night sometimes just trying to figure out how it is that I did both of these things at the same time. And I'm not really sure how I did it because now a year and a half or so later, as I'm doing just dirt bike channel, I'm going, man, I don't have enough time in the day. And I say that to my wife at night. I'm like, I'm stressed out because I got to do this, 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 and this. Eventually, I'm going to have to outsource some of this stuff and, you know, offload it. But I can't really afford to do that now. And it's, it's, it's tricky. So I'm kind of in one of those weird uh, situations. But today, I want to talk about tires on the podcast. So I've talked about tires on YouTube before, but I want to talk about tires on the podcast. I don't think I've ever done that before. So I figured that would be a cool thing. One of the things that spurred it along, I have a list of podcasts, possible podcast episodes that I keep in my note programs. Um, and then today I got another question about tires and I get enough of these questions that I kind of have an, a, an email response that I can send back generally to people and say, hey, here are some of the tires that I like. And uh, But a lot of you listening probably have never gotten that email because you haven't emailed me with a question about tires. So here we go today to talk about tires. So let me give you a little bit of a background on my genesis, if you will, as it relates to dirt bike tires. So what's the tire that I use first? Well, it was the first tire that came on a bike that I bought. I think in 2010, uh, when I bought my YZ450F for the first time, it probably had some Dunlop tire on there because, you know, Dunlop tires are hooking up good. <laughs> they've got the, they've got the contract with Yamaha. It was a Yamaha. It might've been the, it was probably the Dunlop AT81, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I ran that tire I don't know. I might've ran that tire for the entire time I had the bike. <laughs> you know, I had the bike for two years and I didn't ride it all that much. Um, I do remember, I shouldn't say, no, I do remember changing tires on it once because I took a picture of it. I've got a picture that I had while I was changing tire while I was changing tires on that bike. So I did change tires once and I probably went to something that I asked around and Hey, what's a tire that lasts a long time, you know? And, and that's the reason why I wanted it to last a long time is because it was expensive and, and it was hard to do. And so I don't want to be doing this all the time is what I'm thinking. And so pretty sure I probably put like a Maxxis Desert IT tire on there. The Max Cross Desert IT. That tire wears like iron, but it also performs like iron. And, and that's something that I didn't know at the time. And so I would, I bought, I bought a lot of those in the early days of my riding for the rear tires, the Maxxis Desert IT. I'm not saying anything bad against the tire, Maxxis or any of these other companies. I'm just saying that tire is very well known for how long it lasts. 
you can ride it out here in the you know Rocky Mountains in the in the desert terrain and stuff and across rocks and it it just holds up pretty well. But I have kind of come around to the point where I'd rather have a tire perform better than last long. And that's kind of the thing is you can either have a long lasting tire or you can have a good performing tire, but you can't really have both. A lot of tires try to split the difference, kind of cut the middle, and it doesn't really work that well. So if you've got a tire that you can go for 40 or 45 or 50 or 60 or 70 hours, whatever it is that you're saying, you'd be doing way better to spend some more money and upgrade those tires and put fresh new rubber because the rubber on the tires, I mean, the rubber on our bikes, that's the only thing that is touching the ground. There is no bigger bang for the buck that you can do than by putting new or different tires on your bike. There is nothing. I mean, like you can put pipes on your bike. You can, you know, do motor work, mill the head and, and all of these different things. And it doesn't matter. Excuse me. Had to clear my throat there. Uh, has some phlegm in my throat the last couple of days and I couldn't get it out. Anyway, the best thing that we can do is upgrade our tires, put new fresh rubber on there. And, and these days, um, since my kind of introduction to the gummy or the hybrid gummy tires, um, I don't even want to use a traditional compound anymore. I mean, I used to use that, uh, the Maxis Desert IT a lot. I also used the Bridgestone Battlecross X30 and X40 tires. Uh, those are traditional compound tires. I use those a lot. You know, I'd use the X30 kind of in the spring, in the summer, and when it got, you know, drier or whatever, then maybe I'd use the X40 or anyway. The point is, uh, I was using a lot of those tires. I obviously used a lot of the Dunlop, Dunlop AT81s because they come on a lot of the bikes that I've bought. I've used Kenda Bark, Parker, Sedona's, you know, Pirelli's. I won't go through the whole list. I've, list. I've used a lot of different types of tires, many, many different brands of tires and different models. But then my kind of introduction to the hybrid gummy came across with these Shinco cheater tires. So a lot of you guys have probably seen those. Uh, the first one that I tried was a Shinco 505 cheater tire, and it's like a hybrid gummy compound. It's kind of like what the idea was is like the, the, the combination of a dirt bike tire with a trials bike tire where it had a soft compound, uh, but they had a stiffer sidewall on it. So you could, you know, run that tire with a little bit lower pressure. If you were using tubes, it was just kind of putting more rubber to the ground because it was bending and flexing around things with those, those hybrid gummy compounds. And it's still one of the best tires. I mean, it's, it's a little, the tread pattern on the 505 cheater is a little bit, um, trials esque. And so it works probably, it works better on hard pack terrain and stuff. It doesn't work quite as well if it, uh, if it's sandy or muddy, but that tire really was the one that opened my eyes to this whole other dimension of these hybrid gummy comp hybrid gummy tires and compounds. And they, they don't last as long as like a traditional knobby tire or a traditional compound, but they do perform better. And for me now, as my riding has evolved and my, my opinions have evolved, I'll take that trade off every day of the week, you know, and there's also, and it's also cool because some of the, some of these tires are pretty expensive in comparison to the other counterparts, but some of them are not, some of them are not any more expensive, you know? And so if you, and the other thing to keep in mind is even if these tires are, if you do think, Oh, this tire is a hundred bucks or whatever, keep in mind that it's still cheaper than a round of golf. You know, like I used to play golf in kind of a former life and 
A lot of times you can play golf and you spend a hundred bucks in one afternoon. It's over in like four hours or whatever, if you, if you do 18 holes. So just kind of keep that in perspective because none of these tires are more expensive than one round of golf. If you're doing 18 holes at a, at a nice course. And, and some of them are half the cost of that, you know? So, and your tires are going to last you somewhere between, you know, 20 to 40 hours. If you get a really, really soft compound tire, it may only last you 15, but even then 15 hours is like four. It's almost four times as, as much hours as you would have done. You'd have done four rounds of golf and that would have cost you like 500 bucks. We're talking about a hundred dollar tire here, you know, cause the rear tires tend to go faster than the fronts. So even if that tire, like if you bought, and I'll show you one on the list, like if you bought a Dunlop AT81 EX, that's the gummy tire. It's got phenomenal performance, but it doesn't last very long. Like let's say it's toasted after 15 hours. That's four rounds of golf. That would have been 400 bucks. And you were able to ride that for 15 hours and have the time of your life. So just kind of keep some of this stuff in perspective as we go through this. But that Shinco 505 cheater was kind of like my introduction to these hybrid gummy tires. And I, <laughs> I'm kind of a snob now. I don't really want to try any tire that isn't, doesn't have some sort of a gummy compound because the gummy compound just makes the tire hook up on things so much better. Slippery rocks, slippery roots, whatever it is, the compounds of that tire are soft enough that they just hook up on things and it's awesome. And then obviously, not obviously, but additionally, I run on all of my bikes, I run tubeless, or at least I try to, and that allows me to then run a really, really low pressure. I could run anywhere from two to seven pounds in the rear tire and not get a pinch flat because I don't have a tube in, in there to pinch. And then on the front tires, I can run you know lower poundage anywhere five to seven, maybe eight pounds at the top end in that front tire, and I don't have any tube to pinch. So it's pretty awesome. So the Shinco 505 Cheater was kind of like my introduction into this. These tires are very cheap on Rocky Mountain ATV. By the way, I have now, I'm now back on the Rocky Mountain ATV affiliate program. Um, they don't pay a whole lot on tires, but they do pay a little bit more commission on all these other things. If you go to my website, dirtbikechannel.com, you'll find the link or any of my emails or my YouTube videos as, as they're coming out now. I'll put it in the show notes also just the, uh, the identifier, the general link for Rocky Mountain ATV. If you want to support me, that's one of the best ways that you can do it. You can bookmark that link for Rocky Mountain ATV, and then you just go click on that link, and then you just go shop as normal. It puts a little cookie in your browser, and anything that you purchase during that session, I think it's even maybe you know a, a, a week-long cookie or something like that. So you click on the link, you uh, then do your shopping, and I get a small commission. It's not as much of a commission on tires because they have slim margin on tires, but but uh, every little bit helps. So we're talking about tires here, but you can use it for anything. So I will have more information coming out, out, out on that later where there will be kind of a landing page where you can go to kind of like a page uh, that is put together for me on Rocky Mountain ATV's site where, where it'll list out all the different parts I use and different gear that I've tried and all this stuff. I'm working on that uh, daily, just trying to compile the list and then Rocky Mountain ATV will do that. Anyway, so look down in the show notes or go to dirtbikechannel.com uh, and look for those parts links and you should be able to find those and then update your bookmarks. That would be really helpful for me. <clears throat> but going back to the 505 Cheater, really awesome tire on rocky terrain. Looks um, quite similar to a trials tire. Obviously, it's got bigger gaps in, in there. Um, but you'll definitely notice the, uh, you know, the correlation to a trials tire. Not great in the sand. It isn't as great in the mud. But if it's hard pack terrain, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty stinking awesome. Hard pack or or like slick rock or any of these types of things, it, it hooks up like crazy. It actually lasts a pretty long time. You can get, 
you know, 25, 30 hours out of that tire easily. And that's another thing to mention is these gummy tires that we're going to talk about now, they will wear faster and they'll look worse faster than what you're used to. But even though they look bad, they'll still be getting more traction and more hookup than a traditional tire, even though the knobs and everything are worn down. So you run them a little bit longer as far as how they look, um, but you're getting phenomenal traction. And then the next uh, tire that I, the, the next gummy tire, and these are rear tires as I go through here. I'll get to the front tires in a minute, but the rear tires are, are kind of my favorites to talk about. And, and then you end up replacing the rear tire. A lot of times people will replace like two rear tires for every front tire. I'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but the next one that I was kind of introduced to was the Shinko 525 Cheater. So this was the same real, if not the same compound, it was very similar compound to the 505. The difference being it was more of a traditional knobby in its pattern. Now that had some really good benefits because that meant it was really a lot better in the loamy stuff and the mud and the sand because it would dig better. It had had more, uh, you know, bigger gaps between those lugs and everything. So it was cool. But in the 110 width, uh, it seemed to kind of wear out a little faster. They then have a 120 width, which seemed to kind of wear better, but it was very, very heavy. If you weigh that Shinko 525 in the 120 width, it's quite heavy, like three or four pounds heavier than some of these other tires. And that that is unsprung weight. I mean, and that slows the bike down. It makes just everything a little bit little bit heavier. So it was better for like maybe like 300s or 450s or something like this, but it probably wasn't the best tire for like a 125 because it was quite uh, it was quite heavy. Uh, still, but an awesome tire and very cheap for the money. Even that, that 505 cheater is one of the cheapest tires out there. I mean, I'm not going to list, I'm not going to tell you what the price is right now because it fluctuates, but the Shinko 525 is a very cheap, very affordable tire. And so is the Shinko 525 really affordable tires for the whole time that I've been paying attention to them for a couple of years. Um, cheap tire for the money does great in the sand, does great in the mud, uh, better than the 505 cheater, you know, in, in those ranges. So if you're doing wetter terrain, more, you know, loamy, sandy, muddy, the Shinko 525, freaking awesome performer. And they've even got a, like a newer version of it where it's updated, where it's going to be less weight. I don't think it's come here to the US yet. I think it came out first in Japan and some different markets, but uh, there are some updates to the Shinko line and they're phenomenal. Like their price point is basically is hard to beat. Um, <clears throat> I will talk about one tire on there that, that does beat them as far as the price point. But they've got those two different models there, the 505 and the 525 in the Shinko line that are pretty, pretty stinking cool. If you haven't tried one, you should. Uh, then the next tire, the next gummy tire that I, you know, was kind of uh, introduced to was the uh, Dunlop AT81. Actually, I shouldn't, I'm not sure exactly where, which one. It might have been the IRC. I might have, I'm, anyway, I'm talking, these are the ones that I really like. Let me talk about the IRC tire. The IRC VE33S Gekota tire. Okay, so the Gekota talks about how it's a, it's it's a it's a sticky compound. It's the hybrid gummy compound. IRC also makes one that's the IX09W or something like that. IX09. Anyway, that one's for moose bibs. It's a super super gummy tire. I'm not talking about their super gummy tire. I'm talking about their hybrid tire. It's the IRC VE33S Gekota. So they make this in a standard compound. I don't like that one as much. The, the gummy compound is the S Gakota. It's, it is possibly the best all around gummy tire that I have found yet because it gets better traction. It's got a super aggressive tread pattern. It gets better traction than a traditional knobby because it has those soft compounds, but it seems to last a long time in comparison to some of these other, um, 
these other hybrid tires. Like I think the IRC VE33S Gekota will last a little bit longer than the Shinko 525 Cheater. I also do think it, it's probably because it has a little bit harder compound. So as those compounds get harder, you know, the tire doesn't give as much and it doesn't wear as quite as fast. And so it's somewhere like right around the $90 mark. So it's more expensive than some of these other tires, but it is freaking awesome. They've had a hard time keeping it in stock for months and months and months because IRC wasn't really prepared for the demand that would happen with that tire that was just kind of like, oh, well, I'll have this tire and we'll create a few of them and whatever. And then all of a sudden it kind of blew up on them and they're trying to basically fill back orders and, and just get the production up on that tire. And what I've heard after interviewing uh, Rich Larson, who works uh, for IRC, they're, they're trying to do that. They're trying to get... <laughs> We're trying to get the um, the production of that tire up. And it's a freaking awesome tire. If you can find it in stock somewhere, get it. If you're just going to try one hybrid gummy tire, that one might be the one to do because it's going to last a little bit longer. It's a little bit more money than the Shinko tires, you know, but and they're all good. All the tires I'm talking about on this, this show are phenomenal. They are totally proven, DBC tested and approved, if, if you will. So that IRCV33S is awesome. Um, just as a side note, there's also a pretty cool tire from IRC that is not a gummy tire. It's called the IRC M5B. That thing is just, it's a beast. It has the biggest lugs ever. And uh, yeah, if you're in muddy or you're doing hill climbs or whatever um, terrain or sandy terrain, that uh, IRC M5B is pretty awesome. Not a gummy compound, but it's pretty stinking cool. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is um, the Tusk Recon tire. So the Tusk Recon tire um, is is Rocky Mountain ATVs, kind of their answer. It's the first tire or one of the first tires that they develop for the off-road market for off-road motorcycles. It is a fantastic value. It's a hybrid gummy tire and it's the cheapest one out there. I mean, this tire is just like bone cheap. It's like 59 bucks or something like that. And it's, it's very similar in its performance and its look to the Shinko 505. When I interviewed, uh, you know, Justin DeChamps from Rocky Mountain ATV, he assured me, no, it's not a copy of the, of the Shinko 505. And, and he can say that. Um, but to me, to my eye test and to my um, test of just running the tire uh, for the time that I've run it on the bike that it was on, on my 300 XCW, it, it performs very, very much like the Shinko 505. And it's a great value. It's a great value because it is that hybrid gummy tire, cheapest one of all. It lasts a pretty long time as far as that goes. Uh, but again, it's not going to be quite as good in the mud as some of the others. But you cannot beat it for the price. At, at its price, you can buy two of them for the one that I'm about to talk to you about, uh, the Dunlop. And you know, so the recon is awesome. And what I'm interested to see is how much more of this stuff um, Rocky Mountain ATV can bring uh, to the market if they can develop some other tires. I think they do have some other tires kind of in process of development. I haven't seen them come out yet, but uh, those should be really cool. And the thing, one of the things I love about working with Rocky Mountain or ordering from Rocky Mountain ATV <clears throat> is that you can get these things basically, you know, they have free two day shipping for orders over 75 bucks. So I guess the Tusk Recon tire, if you only buy one of them, it doesn't qualify for that free shipping. So you should throw like a can of contact cleaner or, or whatever else on your order so that it gets over 75 bucks. Um, but that Tusk Recon tire is awesome. And it, here where I live in Utah, uh, cause I'm close to their, I'm close to their factory in Utah. If I order it before about 5 PM or 4 45 PM on say a Wednesday, like today, when I'm recording this, it will be at my house by noon or two the very next day. And you cannot beat that. You 
you just can't beat that. And especially on a, you know, a 59 or a $60 tire or whatever, it might be 62. I'm, I can't, I haven't looked it up for a while. Anyway, so that's the Tusk Recon tire. Uh, and then, and then the last tire that I want to talk about the, the rear tire and this one in some ways is my favorite of all. It's the Dunlop AT81 EX. So we all know about the Dunlop AT81 tire. It's the tire that's coming on a lot of the bikes out there. Some of the bikes are now coming with Dunlop MX33S tires, but the Dunlop AT81 is this tire that, um, you know, it performs pretty well, but it, it goes away pretty fast, you know, just, but the, the, the pro, so I like the Dunlop AT81 EX for about the first 10 hours. And then after that, I haven't really loved, or I should say, I like the standard version of the tire for about the first 10 hours, but after that, I don't really love it. And so what has happened on a lot of the bikes that I've been reviewing and testing is I take the the standard tire off the bike, the Dunlop AT81, and I replace it with one of these other tires, like the IRC tire or a Shinco tire, or now I've been replacing it with this EX tire. So the Dunlop AT81 EX is a soft compound gummy tire. It is overall, it is the best performing tire that I've ever used. Just, it is the best. Um, it's got the same tread pattern as the standard AT81 tire. Um, but the gummy compound makes that thing hook up on rocks and roots and it feels like a hero. There has been a couple of times, especially last summer when I was first getting used to it, where I would see an obstacle or see a root or see a rock. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. Cause I don't have enough speed. You know, you just come around a corner or something like that. And then you've got this big old step up that you have to get up and you like, I don't have enough speed. I don't have enough time. I wasn't performed. I wasn't set up and ready for that. And I'd be like, oh crap, this is going to be bad. And then I just like, and you know, get on the bike and try to compress the suspension. And, and all of a sudden that freaking tire was hitting rocks and roots and literally grabbing onto them and rocketing me over things. I mean, there were times where, <clears throat> you know, you've, you've ridden for so long. You're like, I'm just going to kind of bump up this and I'm paddling up this one section or whatever. There were times it hooked up so much, it would smash me in the nutsack on the bike on the, as the seat would come up because it would, I would expect it to kind of come up to the log or obstacle or whatever and just kind of like barely get over it. I was going to have to like help it get over and it would just come up there, grab, you know, you can, you can, you can see what I'm talking about. Like there's something between your front wheel and your back wheel, like this obstacle, a rock, a step up, whatever it is. And and you're expecting that you're going to have to help the bike up and the front and the back tire comes in contact with that and it literally just hooks up. And next thing you know, the back of your bike is shooting up and smacking you in the seat and launching you up. I'm just, it happened to me a few times. There was a couple times where I was like, oh, I'm like, couldn't breathe because I got, you know, the nether regions knocked out, but I'm laughing at the same time. I'm going, I cannot believe that just happened. And so it's a, right around, I think the last time I checked, it was right around 112, 113 bucks. So that's expensive. It used to be like $180. And when it was $180, I was, I had no interest in it. I'm like, I don't even care because that's three times or four times the cost of some of these other tires. But now that it's down to where it's just basically double the cost of the Tusk Recon, I got to admit, it's hard for me not to use that tire. Now, some I've, I, and I haven't even had any punctures with it. Some of the other guys that have run it with tubeless have had some punctures and, and one guy, you know, Tyler had a hard time keeping plugs, uh, inside the tire. Like they would just rip out. And I don't know if it was just bad luck with him, uh, but I've had phenomenal luck. Cause I probably have, I've run it. I've, I've gone through like six of these tires and I haven't even had a puncture yet with all of these other tires I've talked about. I get punctures, you know, from here and there. 
on the IRC tire, like that Gekota tire, I've gotten punctures all the time, like little things stab through the tire. It just, and tires, flats and tires, I feel like they just come in waves. Like sometimes you have them. And for whatever lucky thing, I haven't had a single flat with tubeless on these Dunlop AT81 EX tires. I run a little bit more pressure in my low uh, pressure chamber with that tire because it is so soft. So I'll run like seven pounds, which normally I'm running like four um, on one of these other tires. So I've run a little bit more pressure with it just because it's so soft anyway, and it can hook up, but it's so stinking cool. So I love the Dunlop AT81 EX. I understand that it's $112, but if you're going on a long trip, like you've spent all this money and you got a three day trip coming up, just try one of those suckers. Cause even if it only lasted you that, you know, 12 or 15 hours on that riding trip, which I know it'll last longer. I can go 25 hours on that tire because even when it looks like it's totally worn out, it still gets better hookup than like a lot of these other standard tires do brand spanking new. So that is so cool. Anyway, let's move on and let's talk about some of the front tires. Now that we've jabbered on here for nearly 25 minutes and we haven't even talked about a front tire, I'm only going to give you about three front tires that I love. And I'm going to give you them in this order. Number one favorite tire of all time is the Bridgestone M59. Keep trying a bunch of tires. I've got buddies that keep trying a bunch of tires and we're trying to find one that we like better than the Bridgestone M59. We can't find one. It, 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 it just, it just doesn't do anything wrong. It's my favorite tire for mountain single track riding. It's my favorite tire for the sand. It's my favorite tire for anything. It only comes in one size. It comes in an 80, 121, get it, put it on your bike and forget about it. That tire is the shiz. It's the bee's knees and it just, it's sharp. It's a sharp handling tire. Uh, and that might have to do partly because it's a, you know, the skinnier tire, the 80, 8100. It's a skinnier tire, but it's just sharp handling. It doesn't do anything weird. And I used to, I used to think that you, you know, you should run tires in pairs. I do not think that is the case anymore. You know, I used to think it's like, oh, they've engineered this to work. And so you've got the front tire and the rear tire and, and they're engineered to work together. I do not believe that anymore. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to choose any one of those rear tires that we've already talked about, but if I want the best performance and I don't want to worry anything about the tire, I'm going to put this Bridgestone M59 on it. And I've been doing that on the bike reviews that I've been doing. I'm putting, I'm putting one of these, you know, I'll put a tire on it that I'm extremely comfortable with because that way I know that, you know, I'm not blaming the tire. I'm, I'm uh, actually testing the bike with the suspension of the chassis and everything because I've got this common ground with the tire that I know. So the Bridgestone M59, you just can't beat it. Just get it. If you've never tried one, just trust me on it. Go grab one from Rocky Mountain ATV or Motorsport or, or wherever you get your stuff. Use my links, please. Um, but try the Bridgestone M59. You will not regret it. If you want to branch out and do something different, you can try the, the IRC IX09W. It's the IX09W Motocross, I think it is. It's another great all-around tire. It comes in that 80-121 size. It lasts long and performs well. In fact, this one might actually last, based on my based on uh, the feedback that I've gotten from Tyler, who's one of my riding buddies, who pays a lot of attention to this stuff, and he he does maintenance as you know. I don't know anyone who does maintenance kind of like Tyler. Maybe me, but he he's he's hard on his bikes. He's also paying a lot of attention to these tires. The IRC IX09W Motocross. He thinks it lasts longer than the Bridgestone. He's also with me on the fact that the Bridgestone is basically impossible to beat. The Bridgestone M59, um, but this IX uh, IRC IX09W also is a really really good performer and maybe even lasts longer on those side knobs. 
So on a front tire, it's really difficult to know when to, when to, when to get rid of it because you don't really wear out the front tire. So what you're kind of looking for is you're looking for the side knobs. If, as soon as you start to lose side knobs or they start to break away, that's usually when I say, okay, it's time to, it's time to dump this thing. Um, sometimes I get lazy and I just replace, you know, the, the front tire at the same time as the rear tire. I, sh- I guess that isn't lazy. I guess that's the, <laughs> that's the opposite of lazy, but I'm always working with all these different bikes and different, you know, I don't get to spend like 40 hours on one bike. I'm riding all these different bikes at different times. So it's like one day I'm riding one bike. The next time I go out, I'm riding another bike and I don't ride all the time. I ride like once a week. Um, but it's like, what that means is I might go four weeks or five weeks in between riding one dirt bike, you know? And so I end up wanting to have just kind of a fresh set of tires on there. When, and a lot of times when I do the rear tire, I will replace the front tire just because, um, <clears throat> I take that off on my taxes and it, it's a little bit extra cost for me, but it's not a ton of extra cost. And that way I'm not wondering about the front wheel. I'm not wondering if this is you know, if the tire's getting too, if I'm starting to lose performance, um, I just would rather have fresh rubber on the bikes as I'm testing them since I, since sometimes I'll go four weeks in between riding a one, one particular bike. And sometimes it might even be five or six weeks. And so I don't want to be wondering about the tire. So that's one of the reasons I just replace the tires, you know, the front and rear at the same time. But most of you guys will probably be able to get away with running the front tire for two rear tires. Um, one other tire here to talk about, uh, this one is the Shinco 526. It's a front tire, or I shouldn't say 526. It's the Shinco 546. Shinco 546. This tire is great for smashing into rocks and other desert riding. This one maybe is not sharp, is quite as hard, sharp in the handling as the M59, but you can get it in wider sizes. So some of you guys want wider tires, and you can get this one in a 90121, and you can get it in the, the 8100. Uh, so, so if you were looking for more of a fatty tire, that's a little bit more meaty, a little bit wider tire, look at that Shinco 546, because that will give you some additional options there. But I, you know, and there's, we could talk about other front tires, but I, I don't see any reason to do that. Those are the f- three front tires that I like the very most. Again, the Bridgestone M59, the IRC IX09W motocross, and then the Shinco 546. Just uh, kind of a recapping there on the rear tires. Uh, we talked about the IRC VE33S Gakota, the Shinco 505 Cheater, the Shinco 525 Cheater, the uh, Dunlop AT81EX, and then obvious also that Tusk Recon tire. So those are all some tires that you can do, especially if you're doing mountain single track riding like I do here in the Western United States. Those things are going to hook up good for you. Like the like the Supercross guys are saying, Dunlop tires are hooking up good. <laughs> It's this funny thing. We, we always, we have this inside joke here at the house. I, I asked the boys, I'm like, I'm like, what'd you think of those tires? And my nine-year-old be like, Dunlop tires are hooking up good. <laughs> anyway, he doesn't even run Dunlop on his tires or on his bike. We're running like Maxxis on his KTM 65. Same thing with Connor on his 65. We're running Maxxis tires on those. I don't have like the super great performing tires on those little bikes. Did you know that it's really hard to change the tires on those little bikes? Like the fifties and the 65s. I seriously, I struggle with them a little bit more than the big bike tires. Maybe it's because that which you persist in doing becomes easier. You know, was that the Napoleon Hill thing? That which we that which we persist in doing becomes easier, not because of the nature of the thing has changed, but our power to do it has increased. That's how I feel about tires and tire changing. I'm changing them all the time. I did two tires yesterday for a new bike that I'm setting up. 
And so you get better and better at things, the things that you're doing more often. The kids' tires, I don't do them nearly as often as mine, and so I suck at them. Anyways, that's what we've got for you today. If you've got other ideas for podcast episodes, email them over to kyle at dirtbikechannel.com. Again, also please update your bookmarks for Rocky Mountain ATV. Look in the show notes. Look in the emails that I send you. Look on my website. I have the parts links on my website, and please just update your uh, your bookmarks. And that way, when you're ordering parts from Rocky Mountain ATV, it won't cost you anything. It'll be super easy for you, and I will get a commission for helping send you to their website. You cannot beat them for $75 free two-day shipping. How do you beat that? I don't know. And where I live here in Utah, it's basically next day shipping for free. So anyway, that's what I've got for you guys. And uh, let's go ahead and leave a single track. Thanks. Thanks.